this realm are we called to a higher existence or is it possible we continue on this earth in another form and is that form truly a soul or more of an energy left behind pardon the paranormal tackles these questions and more by talking to ghost hunters paranormal experts and just about everybody that has something in the realm of of paranormal to connect to the other side. Hi, I'm Mark Martinez, and I will be joined shortly by my co-host, Jason Tyler, as we talk about this on our pilot episode of Pardon the Paranormal. Guys, Jason has had so much experience in this realm, I like that word today, to explain everything that has happened to him, everything that's been around him and how it works and some theories about some other stuff. You'll hear more of that in part one with Jason Tyler. Myself, this has been a passion that I'd like to learn. I don't know how. I don't know where. And it freaks me out a little bit. So I need someone to hold my hand and go with me. Jason has been this person. So we are going to talk about the paranormal. This is going to be our passion project and possibly head to places and do some of this research. Guys, pardon the paranormal. It's time to start the show. And welcome to our new show. This is Mark Martinez and Jason Tyler. Jason, we are super excited to come on this show, talk about the paranormal activities, your experience in paranormal activities, deep diving into some that people might not know about, and you're going to expose, possibly, I used a word that we didn't talk about, some of the things that are out there, because you have a lot of history in this. How are you, Jason? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Uh, yeah, so wrestling, as we all know, uh, from me being on Can't Crusher before, wrestling's a big passion of mine. But even more so, I need my my other love is the paranormal and everything that has to do with it, whether it be ghosts, demons, stories, lore. I like to try to consume as much as I humanly possibly can about the paranormal. And uh, this is kind of like a passion project for me. So uh, it's nice to have another outlet to explore the other passion of my life, which is the paranormal. So you reached out to me, of all people, for your passion project. First off, good job. Thank you. No, I'm excited. I'm excited for this project to be, you know, hand-in-hand doing this with you. Because 
I'm intrigued about, and I'm going to bring it up because we talked a lot before we started hitting the record button, the Amityville Horror, The Conjuring. I'm very intrigued about what's at Alcatraz, and there's some others that popped up that you gave me a list that I'm like, I don't know these, but I want to learn. So you're going to be, as we said, the expert or the expertise of this telling us what's going on. I'm going to do some background on it, I guess, and we're going to learn. The cool thing is we have already, this is the pilot, but we have guests in our back pocket that are willing to talk about a lot of these too, which is cool because your experience, Jason, compared to, I'm not going to give names away yet, this person's experience could completely be different and then I just want to sit back and listen to you either bicker or kind of explain everything to me and have it blow my mind. Yeah, everyone everyone has their own experiences, and uh, it's different for everyone. Some people are scared of the paranormal and run and hide away, like if something goes bump in the night. And then others, like me, love to really, like you said, deep dive into what, why, and how. Uh, what could have caused it? If it was something unexplainable, uh, what spirit might have caused it? How did they do it? Uh, there's so much we don't know about the paranormal because it's not a complete science, and a lot of it's left unknown. There is scientific tendencies that we can use to get evidence, but it is it leaves an open-ended, uh, open-minded kind of perspective out there of what can be really going on. There's so much more than the eye can see when it comes to the paranormal. And it's just so much fun trying to explore it and learn as much as I can. So let's start with this and do kind of, you you did your can crushers interview for everybody listening to that podcast. You did your wrestling thing. Let's trickle back in how you discovered, because I want your whole experience here on this pilot kind of, so everybody knows what you bring and that you're just not me talking about the paranormal. How did you discover it? Where, how young were you? Like, I believe all that. Let me, let me stop you real quick first. And let me tell you something about like my mother always told me children are so innocent. And this is my, one of my experiences with the paranormal that they don't get clogged up for, for the scariness or whatever that they see it willingly without a doubt and I had that experience with my own son my grandfather passed I was a teenager Ethan definitely was not born when we went to his homestead where my grandmother was living he pointed that Papa Huffy was there giving him you know a high five or a hug and he had been passed for the you know for a long time but there's there was no pictures there was nothing but he just kept saying papa huffy papa huffy when he could talk and i'm like he never met him so i i'm a firm believer in that that you're probably going to correct me a lot on this show so know that right now have it be an angel a spirit a ghost however you want to bring that back around you know in our neck of the woods since it was like somebody in our family it was an angel coming down to touch my son in the form of my grandfather, you know, so the whole family got chills. They firmly believe that, that he was there. 
and that was like one of my first ones through my son. So, yeah. Yeah, they say that children are more perce- uh, perceptive to the uh, afterlife and stuff like that. My my sister, uh, when my one sister worked at a nursing home, my other sister said that she would see this guy in a hallway. And it was a patient that my one sister had who just passed away. And sometimes they do say, I don't remember exactly why I can look it up and give a reason next for the next episode, but children are more perceptible to be seeing the paranormal than an adult or something like that. Uh, maybe it's because I don't know. It's easier to, uh, how do I want to word this? It's easier to, uh, for a child to see it than an adult. I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about, Mark. I no, but God, maybe I, I don't want to say, more naive and I'm, I'm using the word naive in, in, in a good term compared to as adults, we have people have already put judgments into our head that, you know, ghosts are fake spirits are fake. You're a lunatic. If you see it, this, that, or the other, where as a dad, I never had that talk with my son besides watching Casper or watching anything like that. So naive may be the wrong word, in PC today, but I think it's the correct word because they don't know any better. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, like I said, I know I read it somewhere. Um, I just sprung that I, on him, so don't hate on him. He'll bring that next week. I'll bring it next week because uh, there's a book that Zach Bagans came out with that was called Ghost Hunting for Dummies. It's in it's one of those yellow and green books. And I read that front to back, and I guarantee you when I read it, it was in that book. So I'm going to go back, read that, and make sure I got the answer for you next week. So now I'm going to have to start buying books, and that would be one that I should buy right off the bat. Good thing this is a pilot, and we have plenty of time for Mark to do some studying, right? That's probably a good book that I should read as well. Yeah, it's a really, really good book, and it's a big book too, so you get to learn a lot. He touches on a lot. And that can kind of segue into how I got into the paranormal and how, how I fell in love with it. Uh, when I was a kid, I'd be over at uh, my Aunt Kimmy's and Uncle Mylan's house. And they had all the Ghost adventure, uh, Ghost, yeah, Ghost Adventures episodes DVR'd. And we'd sit there and we'd just watch episodes of Ghost Adventures all the time. I am the biggest Ghost Adventures fan in, like, in the world i have a ghost adventures tattoo uh i watch it religiously i I bought all zach's books uh i bought nick's book uh i absolutely love ghost adventures and surprisingly enough aaron goodwin the other guy on ghost adventures actually used to be a cameraman for the wwe which is kind of a cool tie-in to professional wrestling yeah see wrestlers versus isn't a bad no kidding (laughs) But no, that like I, that that was my earliest memories of ghost hunting was watching Ghost Adventures when I was a kid, and surprisingly enough, at uh, Kimmy and Mylan's house, there was supposedly a uh, spirit there. And I say supposedly because in the paranormal, you take everything with a grain of salt. As a paranormal investigator, your job is to not if you go out looking for the paranormal, you're going to find it. Your mind's going to trick you into thinking you found something. Or, 
you hear something, you're like, oh, that must be paranormal without looking for it. That doesn't make you a good investigator. The best investigators will go to a place um, with reported activity and do an investigation. And if something happens, if a door moves or something like that, you try to find a reason for it to be explained first, whether it be a cold draft or something like that. You always try to find an explanation. And whenever you can't find an explanation, then you can start to say, okay, maybe that was paranormal and try to uh, deep dive into that too. So there's, and that can be, we can talk about that when we talk about the equipment or like the basics of ghost hunting or stuff like that. But for my personal history, it's just ghost adventures. Absolutely love it. So ghost adventures is what got you into this as a child. But then where and when do you actually make the transition to, you know, I'm not saying adulthood because we know how that all happens, but adulthood of going to places and, you know, spending that extra couple bucks to stay overnight. Or, I mean, when does this become from, you know, I love the Smurfs as a child to becoming a smurf or you you know loving ghost hunters to now you're a ghost hunter and you have seen stuff and you've been places so it all started in january of 2016 uh, there was a i believe it was facebook i saw an ad on facebook or a post on facebook uh, there was a group called hauntings research and they were looking for new members so uh i called and I went in for an interview at Larmer Mansion, which is surprisingly only five minutes away from my where I live. So it was relatively close. Um, I went in, did the interview, met with the, the owners of the group, and they seemed to like me. And they uh, let me join their group. And that was my first and only group I've ever been with in the paranormal field. And I did that for a couple of years. But I got... Uh, I went on many investigations with hauntings research and I have a lot of good stories uh, about those investigations. And I got pretty good evidence at those too. So we'll get to all of those. We will. The, each one will probably be its own episode or everything, but how do they let you in? Is, is there a, it, I don't know if you can tell me everything, but is there an initiation? Is there a, a, a trust factor or anything like that? Because Listen, you can't just have any Tom, Dick, or Harry probably involved into this because they're probably trying to pull the wool over your eyes. And I'm not saying the group, maybe that Tom, Dick, or Harry just wants to pretend to know. So how are you accepted in? Well, I did the interview, and then they got back to me. Uh, they, uh, they got back to me, and my first investigation was a doozy. Uh, I remember the address, of course, I won't say it on here, but, uh, I was young. I was green. I was happy. I was going on my first investigation in Southside Pittsburgh and I've never driven really in Pittsburgh before. So I got there super, super early and, uh, I'm parked outside the house and I saw, and I thought I saw what could like be a mannequin in the top, you know, the, uh, in the top window. So I didn't think anything of it. I'm just chilling in my car. I was legit like an hour early. So I'm sitting there with my dick in my hand for an hour, just waiting for people to show up. Kind of like me going to wrestling events. Yeah. So, so 
I keep looking up and I'm like, that's just the mannequin and keep looking down and I'm sitting and I'm waiting. And then people from the group start to show up and I get out of my car and I realize that ain't no mannequin. That was the lady that we were there to watch and take notes and investigate. So she was staring at me the whole time I was sitting in my car, which was creepy as hell. So the first investigation in Pittsburgh, there's this lady named Juanita. Um, she was previously in an accident at a construction site. And supposedly, uh, she was possessed by an, uh, an evil spirit because they say that whenever you suffer like a tra uh, tra traumatic injury or something like that, that then the evil spirits will take advantage of your weakened state and come and uh, torment you, possibly possess you, or uh, just infest your life. So we were there to investigate that. And like I said, staring at me the whole time, we get out, I talk to the uh, people in the group, and we walk into the house, and her son and daughter greeted us in the, in the kitchen. And it was kind of like a hoarder house. And it's said that evil entities and spirits will thrive in that because it's such a chaotic environment with the horde and like so much uh, confusion. So we go in and we're like trying to get through this house. And I, I look up the steps and there's Juanita just sitting on the top of the steps, growl, like not growling, but like giving guttural sounds. Oh my God. So she had. She I'm already a, invested into this podcast. You know, let's go. <laughs> she had a uh, hole in her throat where she could, because she had to press on it to talk like what Kane had. Like whenever he first started, remember when he yeah, touched his throat? his voice box. Time? His voice box. Yeah, she had, she had that in her throat. And she, um, it's not impossible to speak without holding it or maneuvering it, but it's very difficult, I've heard. So she just starts talking and she's like really like giving off those creepy vibes so anyways i'm in there with my uh recorder and stuff like that and we're just i was since i was brand new there was more seasoned uh investigators that are taking the lead and stuff like that so this his name was a uh, rick super nice guy knew his shit had all the cool equipment uh, he was kind of taking lead on this one since it was a serious matter. And he was a religious guy and had ends with the church. And that's what we were there to do was help the church realize if this is an actual, you know, possession or if this is bullshit. So that's what we were there to do. And we get there and she comes down the steps real slow and she's having that guttural sound and she's talking and is she uh, floating. I I'm sorry to interrupt you, but is she floating or do you actually see her like, walking these no, are the questions walking. you're going to get during this whole podcast by the way just randomness no she's walking down the steps it, it she she was in and out of it kind of so like she would have those moments where she was very scary very you can see it in her eyes like something wasn't right and then she it, it subside and she would talk and then she'd get angry again and then talk and this whole time there's like 10 people in this horde and there's not a lot of room to move. And then Rick brings out like the holy water and stuff like that. Uses religious provocation like in the name of Christ and the name of God. Stuff like that. And then he started like with the holy water. 
and she got a little bit pissy with, when it came to the holy water. She started swinging, and it was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is that. That was someone in the background. It's like, oh my god, this is this is actually happening. The very first time I'm on an investigation. Wow. So. It, it, it was it was a lot to deal with and they're like yeah we're done here so we got out of there and they called the church and they handled it from there but that was my very first investigation they kind of pushed me into the deep end a little bit and uh it was uh it was a nice introduction to the paranormal Ooh, so much to unpack did they did they know and i i know you all you said be suspicious or you know whatever supposedly a couple times but have they put two and two together like when you go out for your your findings and and so on and so forth like that do you do a little background on you know said house before you go out or said person because i can just call you right now at my house say jason you know come to my house my curtains moved you're you're just not going to come out for that, right? You're going to do uh, some type of background on these houses, right? Yeah, uh, not because we at Hauntings Research we used to do like a pre-interview, and we'd go in and they'd interview the family, see what was going on, and if there was, if there was, if they felt like they need, like there was gr- grounds to go investigate, then we'd go investigate. Uh, it's hard because I don't. I don't like really look into the like because I know you can search deeds and stuff like that and where people died and where that died and, or who died. I don't do that person personally. I would just show up uh, like a dork with my recorder and a smile on my face, just happy to go at it. <laughs> but uh, I can picture um, you here. I am. <laughs> yeah, uh, like a kid with a backpack and a and a. It's like that kid from Up, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh. I don't really do a lot of background. Like if there's a, if we're going to a place that's known for activity, like, cause a lot of people are scared to be considered crazy. I just did an investigation where the lady was scared to be considered crazy. So she told her experiences and everyone was like, no, you're just on your meds, this and that, this and that. She was like kind of ashamed like that. She was having these experiences and no one believed her. So a lot of people don't come forward with that stuff. So of course, there's always the uh, the notorious places like jails and hospitals and and uh, orphanages and stuff like that, where a lot of a lot of bad energy and bad stuff happened and death. But like these residential areas, like I've done with hauntings research, there's not a lot of research you can do. You kind of just show up and do your thing, uh, and you gotta. And it's all about. You, like I said earlier, you take everything with a grain of salt because uh, there are people who just want to, you know, uh, mess with people or try to get a rise or some notoriety or attention out of a haunting that isn't there. And you always go in with an open mind. You go in with an open mind that there could be something happening here, but you got to remember your job as an investigator is to debunk it first, find a reason for it find a natural reason for it to be happening and then when you can't find a reason for it to be happening and you collect your evidence then you can be like hey this is paranormal hey this isn't paranormal this is what we got 
this is the claims that you said happened that didn't happen. And just because it doesn't happen on one night doesn't mean it's not going to happen on another night. Like I said earlier, there's so much uncertainty about the paranormal and there's um, a lot we don't know. It's not like a textbook where it's like A, B, C, D. There's a, it's really, uh, like I said, unknown. Yeah, it can go from A to Z back to M and start all over again because it's just the way that that it, should I be saying spirit ghost what what should I kind of so I don't sound like a complete mark for it, the paranormal all, but I mean it's all the same apparition spirit ghost uh specter whatever you want to call it it's it's all the same to right. me at least all right, so it'll probably be ghost most of my time. Yeah. So you get my terminology down. Um, like like I was saying, it can go anywhere with a, a ghost. It can pop up today. It might not pop up tomorrow. How many times is it that you can go back to a house? Like, did you go back to Juanita's, or have you reoccurred to a couple houses because maybe it only happens on Mondays, or maybe it only happens on the fifth Sunday of each month or something like that? Do you make that plan to be there when the days that those people say it happens a lot? Uh, not really. I, the one place that we did go a lot, which again, I'm lucky that I was this close to my house, uh, was Larmer Mansion. Uh, we went to Larmer Mansion a couple times, and that place is notorious. I've had stuff happen to me there. I've gotten. Then uh, we'll get to those in a couple yeah. episodes down the line. Yeah. So, uh, I've had, it's kind of like killing a town in wrestling. If you run, if you run somewhere so often over and over and over and over again, your crowd, like you might have a crowd there the first night, but they're not going to pay to see wrestling four nights in a row. Kind of like with ghosts. If you go there every single night, the energy is kind of gone. And sometimes you kill the town or you kill the building. And like, there's, it's all about energy. And sometimes that energy just drains if you do it a lot or you're trying to ask them to do a lot of things over and over and over again. And sometimes the energy just isn't there anymore. So, uh, we kind of killed the Larmer mansion building a little bit cause we went there so many times, but, uh, it's always, you just got to let that energy charge back up and then go at it again. That was going to be my next question without the, and I want to talk about the religious aspect of it a little bit, whatever, you know, wisdom you can bring, but, just like you said, you have to put the person on the DL or, you know, put the spirit on the DL for a while and then go back. Maybe has a change of character if we're going to keep it in wrestling terms. And you'll hear that a lot, folks. We're, we're, Jason is a wrestler. I have another wrestling podcast. So there'll be wrestling terms thrown in here as well. Um, and enjoy all of this within ourselves. But it, it's good not to go so many times. But they're still there just not charged right yeah because um you got to think of it this is how i explain a lot of it like people are like what happens when you die blah, 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 blah. um and in this book i read it said that you know everyone's made up of energy um and when you die that energy doesn't die it just moves from one place to another so that's where people philosophize if that's a word 
that uh, that's what happens when you die. Your energy goes from this world to another plane because that energy doesn't die. It just transfers over somewhere. So that's a philosophy of some people on what happens when you die. And sometimes that energy just uh, you can't tap into it so many times because there's only so much there. That doesn't mean they're not there. Like you said, that just means they need to recharge their batteries. That's what I personally believe happens. Now, you brought up the religious aspect of Juanitas and, and all of that. Have you Were you part of when, like, the, the religious team, I guess, came in and it was essentially an exorcist to clear her out of her house or something like that? I would have loved to have been there, but I was not. That, that was a little bit above my pay grade, uh, even though I don't get paid for this. But, Sounds but, good, uh, though. But, uh, no, like, I love the danger that kind of comes with ghost hunting. I want to be there for – I want to witness that once in my life. I want to – I collect haunted artifacts. I'm looking at them right now as we speak. I don't have many, but the ones that I have, like, really entice me and uh i like the danger that comes with it i would love to investigate demonic attacks and go and help out with exorcisms and stuff up i i don't know why i'm just a lunatic i love that stuff. i was just gonna say because you're crazy as hell but like like i was in uh i just went to the west virginia state penitentiary to tour and i was i showed up at two o'clock I was the only one there for the tour. And I'm just like, okay, I guess I get my own personal tour. And he's like, do you want locked into a cell? I'm like, do I? I'm like, absolutely. Can I fucking sleep here tonight? Exactly. Like, can I just, like, can this be, like, a hotel for me? Like, so, literally, I fanboyed more than anything in the world when that door was shutting. I'm like, this is fantastic. I was giddy. I was moving up and down. I was smiling from year to year. I was so happy. It was my, like I told uh, someone, it was my own personal Disneyland right there. And I don't know why. I just love this stuff. And uh, hopefully you can tell that by the way, you know, I talk about how enthused I am by this stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of crazy in that aspect. And I feed off of it, like I said, and I just want to do it more and more and more. But, you know, uh, we'll get to why I don't uh, get to do it as much with hauntings research or not at all with hauntings research anymore. But, uh, yeah. So besides giving where or whom or what, because we'll get into all these stories down the line, what has happened to you? You kind of hinted, said you were pushed or something like that. I mean, don't give details. We we need to save those all for solo episodes when we cover wherever you were or anything. But what is, like, the worst thing that's happened to you? Uh, I've been attacked in my bed. Your personal bed. Which leads yeah. me to the next question, then. Did you essentially haunt your old house for bringing these artifacts in? Uh... I don't think, I mean, nothing's really happened since I got a mirror and a uh, pair of child haunted shoes that are sealed inside a, a, like a vase with a rosary and some other stuff. So, I mean, nothing's happened yet. Kind of disappointed, but uh, I mean, I, I want my throat slit, but it didn't happen yet. 
I mean, I got a haunted mirror and nothing's happened. Uh, supposedly, the lady saw the uh, apparition of her dead husband in the mirror, and I haven't seen anything yet. And then uh, these child shoes that I bought. Uh, yeah, they're creepy looking. I'll have to send you a picture. Post it on social media. When but, we, uh, yeah, when we get our social medias, folks, you'll be able to see yeah, all those. You'll be able to see. I also have recordings. From, I still have all my recordings in my iCloud with all the evidence I've gotten and pictures. So we, we can release that as the episodes happen and we talk about it. And then maybe you hear something we don't and tell us. That's crazy. That was just dropped on me right now. See, now I'm super excited. Not that I wasn't super excited because I've always been leery, interested, scared, fanboy. Like I'm all of that about this. I'm really bummed that you went... Because West Virginia is not far for either one of us. And I'm sure I could probably twist your arm to do the prison again. Like You don't need to twist it. I'll be, I'll be there. I, I, you'll be waiting for me? I will drop everything. I don't care if I'm like at a wedding or anything like that. I will drop it and I will get right to West Virginia and I will be at that penitentiary with you. 100%. I... Like, that is the only focus in my mind if that happens is get to that penitentiary because it is so much fun. So, so much fun. See, I, th- I see trips coming for us. More, more and more is coming. So let me – you gave a great background uh, of everything. Did I miss anything before I kind of slide into kind of promoting us down the line and then the big question that I'll save for a second? But – did I, did I miss anything in your background that you want to release? Because I, I think, you know, we'll tell about how you do it and essentially the equipment here in the near future that you have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I so I was with Hauntings Research from 2016 to, I believe it was late 2018, something like that. And the only reason I stopped with Hauntings Research is because wrestling. So, like I said, the two loves of my life were the paranormal and wrestling and country music country music is fantastic uh, i know people hate it but everyone has an opinion and you can have a wrong one too so everybody uh, also has an asshole yeah so so uh i'm no longer with hauntings research because it was one of those things it's like wrestling and ghost hunting are very similar kind of you travel on the weekends uh you kind of pay your dues and stuff like that uh Hooven was in the paranormal industry he was on zach bagan's um challenge show and he had his own show on bio and we're gonna fight to get him because he owes me i love him and he knows we're doing this so he's going to be a guest hooven and me are boys we're tight so i'll talk to him and ask him but uh but yeah uh it's funny because i was doing uh hauntings research still and i didn't know hooven was in the ghost hunting field and we kind of like clicked on that we're like that's fantastic so like uh there's a lot of similarities between professional wrestling and uh the paranormal but at the end of the day my long love for pro wrestling outlasted my love for the paranormal and i picked wrestling over ghost hunting and the team was pretty much like hey either show up more or you're out and i'm like i'd much rather wrestle than 
hunt ghosts, even though I don't like wrestling was more important to me than ghost hunting at the time and still is wrestling is my number one priority. But if I could do both and if there was enough time in the day to do both, I would, but sadly there isn't. So, uh, paranormal had to take a backseat kind of. Well, when one of us win the Powerball, we're good, right? We can both do this hand in hand and then bring the other can crushers in just to be there with me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to take this path with you. I really, listen, I'm going to spoil this for fans and you. We're going to talk offline about making that trip. I think that should be my first trip um, to someplace like that, the West Virginia Penitentiary. I'm all Mm -hmm. in. It's not far away. We can make that work. But here's my big one. I'm always interested in penitentiaries. And there's one that even before the paranormal, just being there for the people that were there, I want to go to Alcatraz. Can we make a trip to Alcatraz? Yeah, I'm being dead serious. Yeah, like I'm all for doing this stuff. Um, Because I love traveling and rest. That's one of the things wrestling. I get to travel and uh, hang out with my best friends in the world and do something I love. And ghost hunting, like you get to travel and see these amazing places and amazing cities. And I want to see everything. I want to go in every. That's kind of like what drives me. Like a lot of people are history buffs and they're war buffs. And there's stuff like this. And they're like, this war happened here and there. And that's that's how they connect themselves with their history and their passions. Mine is paranormal history. Like, oh, my God, the witch trials happened there. Or, oh, my God, that's the gate of hell over there. That's fantastic. Like, that. Like I want to travel and see everything and do everything. And and uh, me and me and Chess Flexer and went to Las Vegas with Pump Ferrari. And uh, Zach Bagans has his haunted museum down there. And I should have listened to Hooven. He's like, book it in advance because it's going to sell out. And my dumb ass was like, that should be good. We'll be there. Well, I was only there for less than two days. But I'm like, yeah, I'll make it there. And then literally the only tour they had open was an hour before our flight boarded to come back. So I did not. So the only reason I went to Vegas was to go to the Haunted Museum, but did not end up going to the Haunted Museum. But that just gives me another reason to go back to Vegas, because I absolutely love Vegas. If I could live there, I would. I literally that's my second. That's my home away from home. And I've only been there for probably a total of 38 hours. But I I already want to be there all the time. There's a lot out there, too. Yeah. So that answered kind of like, what is your number one to investigate? Anything out in the Vegas area? Yes, because uh, I, I have a whole book on Haunted Las Vegas I read. And in between the mobster stuff that happened there. That's where I'm just, talking about. That Essentially, like, that's what I meant with like Alcatraz because there's so much mobster stuff out there. Yeah, and like the thing about Vegas is like a lot of people would go there like and gamble what they had left. And there's so much like not desperation, but like they go there to try to make their dreams happen. And it doesn't happen. And sometimes that makes people sad. And then they commit suicide and they jump and they shoot themselves and they do stuff. And uh, Jason Aldean was doing that country concert there a couple years ago. And then the, the shooter at Mandalay Bay, I believe it was, 
killed all those people and then killed himself in that hotel room. And it's sad. It's horrible. And uh, there's a, like that leaves like an imprint on that area. And I, I don't I don't know if they rent out that room that that guy was in, but I would love to investigate it if they do. Guys, this guys, gals, folks, all of you spirits, ghosts, my wife, anything. Um, this is what we're going to be talking about on this show. We're going to get all of Jason's experience and we're going to talk each and every week about said subject and find out what he believes or speculates or whatever word you want to, is real or different or his if he was listen we're we're going to make this West Virginia trip happen. Uh what he felt his second time going to me being naive to paranormal and what I felt that that's going to be one of our special shows uh, of how this all happens and, and stuff like that. And maybe he has his recorder or maybe I can record something from my phone. I don't know. We're going to bring all that to you. And this is going to be fun from somebody who's got so much expertise in it to a baby wanting to know more about this. So yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoy this ride with us as we'll have guests along the way. If Jason and Jason and Hooven, we'll bring up Hooven, have been probably the same places. They can talk about their experiences. I sit back and just listen and just like kind of process what's going on. That's what this show is going to be about. Paranormal, throw in twists here and there. Yeah, I'm excited, Jason. I really am. Thank you. Because you, you lit this fire under my ass. Yeah. Because I remember talking about it on Can Crushers, and I'm like, we never did do that episode on ghosts and stuff like that. So now it turned into a whole podcast. Yeah, happy so Halloween, by the way, folks. Happy yeah, Halloween. You get to listen to my dumb ass talk about ghosts if you want to. So Yeah. I, we'll make it fun. We'll make it entertaining. We'll make it something you guys want to come back every week and listen to. So do we want to spill maybe two or three of things to look forward to. We're not saying they're in any particular order because we don't know yet, but some of the big ones that you want to talk about and I'll have to do some research on. So, so there are, uh, like, like I told you before we went on the air, I'm a big, big book collector when it comes to ghost hunting. I love reading about ghosts. I love having the physical copies of the books. I want to have my own library. If I could afford a house to have my own library with one of those fancy ass fucking rolling ladders and stuff like that, I would. <laughs> but uh, that, that's the height of fucking bouginess right there. That, that is bouginess. That, that rolling ladder. But uh, like uh, Hooven gave me some books that I've been reading, and there's a I just finished it. Literally writing out my notes in my in my legal pad right before we went on the air. It's called the C2D1 Haunting, up in. Uh, I, let me not butcher the name of this town in New York. It was called uh, Geno, spells G E N E S E O, Geniso. Sure. In, in, uh, in Livingston County, New York. It was a state university college, and some kid moved into the dorm, and stuff happened. And it was a very interesting thing. And it all ties in the end of the book, tied it up in a nice little good bow that I think would be a good first story to tell just because it's a good story. A lot happened. 
it, some of the history of the area ties into the ending and it ends up being really intriguing. So that's one uh, demons and just demo- I have a I have a big ass dictionary of demonic uh, like entities with like hundreds of demons and what each of them stand for and stuff like that. And I'm just going to stand here, like sit here at my off in my desk the next like week and just read them all and write them down and then just maybe take out the good ones to talk about but like demons lore the c2d1 haunting uh haunted las vegas haunted pittsburgh or some i have like there's and like like you said we're not hitting all these right now uh just in the future but uh c2d1 i think would be a good starting point for next week there you go. He's going to spoil it right now. C2, D1 next week. Some that I would like, and of course, mine are the bigger ones because I don't, I didn't know about, I, I don't even know what C2, D1 means. I don't. So that this is my prep for the week. But I, I brought up Alcatraz, Amityville Horror, uh, one that I knew, guys, spoiler, we're recording on Saturday. I knew that today was going to be perfect for this whole podcast when they told me about Jim Mora, the head coach for the UConn football team, House is Haunted. This is at 9 o'clock in the morning. We're recording in the evening, and I'm like, how the hell does that just make sense? That I'm starting my paranormal podcast with Jason today, and they're going to tell me that Jim Mora, linked to football, lives in a haunted house. And they did studies on it. So we'll dive into that because I'm like, no kidding. And he's invite anybody up. If they don't believe, he's invited anybody up to stay with them. So do you want to go to UConn? Is that a shoot? That's... Isn't, UConn, isn't UConn in PA? No, UConn is the University of Connecticut. Oh. <laughs> when there's a UConn in PA. I Fuck it, I'll go. I don't give a shit. Yeah, if he's inviting anybody. I mean, mean, listen, I'm on board now. This is it. Shoot or not. By the way, that's a wrestling term. Uh, Jason, this is a great first episode. Guys, by the way, they are going to be 30, 45 minutes, maybe push an hour if we have a guest on or something like that. So they're quick on the way to your work type of jobs. And again, I'm just saying, it is on Can Crushers this week. Moving forward, they will not. They'll have their own platform. They'll have everything to do. We just had to figure out some schematics on my end. So, boom, right? Yeah, that's 100% right, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I appreciate the opportunity to have an outlet to discuss something I'm very passionate about other than professional wrestling. So. I'm very much looking forward to this and it gives me an excuse because I have a horrible tendency of buying books, even though I have about 20 of them that I bought and never read. And then I go to the bookstore and I'm like, damn, I need more books. And now I have like 50 that you have not read. I have, I have over 50 books and maybe 30 of them haven't been read. So this gives me an excuse to stop procrastinating and watching TikTok. And actually, you know, read some books that I bought. That's the sole purpose of me buying the damn things. So, yeah, and, and this gives me more time because I, I'm 
Happy to be on this side doing the recording and the editing and everything. Guys, everybody knows that listens to Can Crushers. I'm a nerd on this end, so I'm excited. This puts two passions, and now maybe, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm kind of excited. I'm diving into the paranormal world. Yeah, Jason, thank you. Yep, thank you, Mark. All right, guys, make sure you tune in. Every Monday, our show will be out, and you will be surprised with the name next week. So keep listening. Jason, I will do C2D1, and we'll be talking about that haunting next week. It better be uh, crazy. It, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, it's, like I said, the reason I picked this is because it's a nice story. And and just to, just to reiterate, I'm very serious about the authenticity of when I investigate, when I investigate what I read and that stuff. So none of this is hokey. All of this is going to be able to be fact checked in books that were published and uh, uh, be able to be uh, from good sources. And as I'm trying to think of something to say, there's, it's, it's, it's legit shit. Okay. We're good. <laughs> And the explicit will be on every show. It's legit shit, paranormal-wise. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good week. We'll catch you with you next Monday. (laughs) 